Five, four, three, two, one. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Low End Podcast. I'm your co-host, Oscar Rodas, and I'm here with Joel. Again, you know, like we said before, Andrew is out because he's out there finding himself in the jungles of Ecuador right now. Not going to lie, that's kind of a vibe if I really think about it. Turn me up right quick. <laughs> you're good. You're good. You're good. Trust me. You are good. I hate when I'm out of control. Yeah, well, too bad you're out of control. But anyways, man, it's another week, man, another day of, of living and shit. So yeah, man. What's been what's been going on with you, man? Uh, I just came back from a weekend getaway mm-hmm. to the best part I've ever been to in my life, Hartford, Connecticut. Hey, hey, what, what do you like about Hartford so much? Nothing, bro. It's honestly the <laughs> armpit of the world. Really? People say Jersey or Florida is the armpit of the world. I think Connecticut is Hartford, Connecticut. I think I think yeah, I'd agree with that. I think uh, Connecticut. There? Uh, yeah, I've been there. What I think part? it. Uh, what's it called? I was on a boat. I was on a boat. So basically, from New York. I took a boat all the way to Connecticut. I forgot why I was going to Connecticut, but I was I was in Connecticut for a bit, and I could tell you honestly, man, I agree with you. It is the armpit because when you when you think about Florida, Florida is can't be the armpit because you know you got Miami there. That's like a whole nother culture. That's a whole nother like that that place ain't no armpit. But I could mm-hmm. see car. I could see Connecticut being an armpit though. Bro, I had like. It's this image of Connecticut in my head, like old people playing golf and shit. Yeah, that's a vibe. When I pulled up, they had the show. It was at the, um, I forgot what stage it is, uh, Webster Theater. Yeah. It, it It's in the, like the center of like the hood. Oh, really? Yeah. I've been, wow. in, I've been to a few ghettos and hoods in my share, but mm. this is probably one of like. Was it, was it scary? Was it? No, like- it was just. It was just like I'm surprised that they w- they would have like a theater in the hood like that's dope. like any place I've ever been to had always like the like the theaters or like um, an auditorium outside yeah. like where the nice part is yeah this is the only place that I've been that actually had it inside of the hood oh wow that's in- that's insane yeah Damn. So the energy was so crazy that, yeah that's got to be crazy so like um so what do they have at the theater like uh do you, did you go you went inside for the Griselda yeah uh, stuff the concert so we went we ended up going there we got there at uh six o'clock on friday which is yeah. great which we left early so we can be traffic and shit yeah yeah we got there it got some grub right quick uh-huh. there's this little place in uh harford i forgot what it's called but it was really good um little, little noodle spot yeah so then after that we went we ended up going to the show and we were just waiting online for like 10, 10 15 minutes we got early passes and shit we got inside and everything was like ripped open. I'm like, oh shit, about to be a good show. Yeah. Everything was all fucked up. Uh-huh. Oh man, that yeah, yeah, the that doors be... missing and shit. Dude, that sounds the like Griselda. All, like, that sounds up. like Griselda. I'm like, I love Yo, where it. are we? My girl was mad. She's like, where the fuck are we? <laughs> I'm like, I That's don't know. cool. That's cool. Yeah, but everybody there was really friendly and shit, like dope and shit. Like, yeah. if you had a Griselda hoodie on, they'd be like, oh shit, look what you got. You got the ah. Mm. And when we got on. That we were we the show show started at eight o'clock and that's when the first couple of openers, openers lasted for about two hours. Mm, okay. Two hours. So it was just a bunch of openers. Anyone I recognize? No, they're just like homegrown talent. Mm, okay. A lot of CT dudes. They have mad talent. This is one dude that looked like Swiss Beats. I don't get his name, but he rapped really well. Mm. And we were dead ass waiting there, standing in line. Like, I didn't know it was going to take that long for openers. But they ended up coming around 10 o'clock, 10, 15, 10, 30-ish. Came out to Batista. West Side Gun came out. And then, you know, the rest came through. I was <laughs> That's like, so oh, cool. shit. Damn. So everyone was there. Benny, Benny Conway, yeah. West. All of them were there. Everybody was there. Damn, that's crazy. How how close were you from them? 
Oh, I was front like front row. That's insane. Like that ass, like Damn. me, the gate. That's dope. And uh, who'd you go with? Oh, uh, my girl. Oh, where? There's just you two? Yeah, just us two. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, she's like, yo, I got to get a hoodie. I'm like, yo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. That's dope, bro. That's dope. Yeah, she so, got mad compliments on the hoodie. Yeah, dude, I I would too. Like that that shit that you got right now, that shit looks dope. Yeah, that's the one she has. It's from on. uh Tanatuck? Yeah, she got the little, yeah. little red scorpion on mm, the hood. That's dope. That is yeah. fucking dope. I I kinda want one now. Yeah, it's a little little feature on yeah. there. And yeah, DJ was dope too. Um I think his name was Skills or something like that. But he played a lot of dope, like old school hip hop and shit. Yeah. Everybody was everybody was everybody there was like was like receptive towards each other. There was nobody acting like too like, too crazy, too hostile, too crazy. Yeah, everybody. Not there like was that like dude from our friend. from the Hove concert. Yeah, there was a dude at the Hove concert who was fucking <laughs> drunk as hell. So yeah, like beefing with the security yeah. guard because I don't know what what it was. Yeah. Oh, because he was wilding too much. Like. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. PCA. P, uh. P, <laughs> P, yes, PSA came out. Yeah. PSA came out. And he started fucking bugging, bro. And then the security uh-huh. guard told me, "Chill." Like, nah, nah, nah. Fuck you. Suck my dick. You know where yeah. I'm from. You know who I am. Oh, yeah. You shit. know where I'm from. Yeah. I'm from. Dude, that dude took me out of a Hove concert. You know what I mean? Because we, we, I think, I, I think we talked about this on the podcast. Yeah, we but, probably did. Uh, but we were 40 feet away from Hove, and we were both starstruck. And so seeing this guy just out of nowhere, just just start starting shit, and then just ruins like ruins the experience for us. He's running a muck. Yo, but that makes me happy that uh you know the Griselda they didn't have any of that bullshit man they didn't everybody where there was bro the whole room was like filled like with all you smelled was was just weed smoke mm, and cocoa butter duh. it's like the whole show <laughs> there was yeah, so much yeah. smoke I couldn't breathe yeah. bro asthma was acting up I'm like fuck it damn did you get high just just uh, being I got around? secondhand high yeah. yeah oh for real yeah damn that's tight though that's tight I think if I went to a Griselda concert I would get stoned out of my mind yeah he was very close to the people he fucked with everybody there was a oh. dude that was next to me he brought on stage cause yeah. he ended up going to the to the Boston show the night yeah. before yeah he's like oh what the fuck you doing down here he's like oh I was at the show last time he's like yeah no come on stage he just mm. invited this guy that was on this other wow. stage with him that's crazy damn yeah, uh, Derringer was there who's Derringer Derringer's like the the producer for Rizalda. Oh wow! Like so he's the beats. one that makes those fucking beats, man. Those simple but like a ve- like very gutter guttery. Yeah, I'm gonna show you what it looks like because usually when people think about Derringer, they really don't like mm-hmm. get the face of mm-hmm. it. Dope, dope though. That's that's so the whole the whole Griselda squad was there. Yeah, fucking they call him Diesel. Diesel. Oh man, that's hard. That's a hard producer name, Diesel. What is it? So it's like diesel fuel me up or some shit like that. Nah, I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's Derringer. Dope though. That's that... him right next to Elliot Wilson's this white guy. Damn him. That's, that's him, Diesel. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, he be in there fucking Damn. cooking up crazy dope, shit. Dope. Well, I, I mean, we've talked about this before, but I, I, the Griselda group, man, their whole like, like fucking, like they, they're very unique, man. They're like compared to like everyone else that puts out music they pay, put out they know exactly what they want their target audience to be they know exactly what sound they want and it's very different from everyone else and i think that's what helps them out a lot like just just being so unique with their sound and like just targeting that specific audience well i really don't think it's a specific audience i think it's just whoever likes the kind of music because when i walked in there you know there was a bunch of people from all different kinds of walks left they were like normal people mm-hmm. like me there was uh like just like nerdy white kids. Yeah, it was that's just, like a sick. bunch of fucking. You seen the nerdy white kids at yeah, Griselda? Dead ass thing right next to like, brolic ass fucking gangsters, <laughs> right there. That's funny. And yeah. so it was just like a bunch of people, and it's like all unified, and like nobody has like any issues with each other. It was dope. Mm. It was dope. 
after the concert, let me tell you something about the concert. After the concert, um, my girl ended up wanting to get some popcorn, so yeah. we ended up going to CVS because of the, the hotel we were staying at. It was in Hartford, but it wasn't like where uh, the main part is. Yeah. So we were staying about two miles from it, and there wasn't anything near us. It was just like a bunch of just buildings and shit. So we ended up, I ended up putting the GPS to like the CVS, and it was, you know, right still in the hood. So mm-hmm. then I'm like, fuck. So my <laughs> wheel popped. Oh, shit. And I'm That's like, like my worst fear. Fuck. Fuck. Dead. Fuck. And my in the hood, too. Yeah, dead ass Bro. just rolling through. We were dead ass like three, four blocks until we got to the CVS. Oh, my God. So I'm like, bro, are you fucking serious? And then it, like, all I felt was a pothole. Then my girl was like, oh, she just hit a pothole. She just like brushed it off like yeah. there was nothing. I'm like, bro, that's how niggas get left. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck. So then I was rolling through mad slow. Mad people were like looking like, yo, why is this dude driving mad slow and shit? Oh, no. Nah, like, yeah, nah. so I was like, nah, fuck that. I speeded terrified. my shit up. All you yeah, heard was yeah, a fucking a, metal on my yep. tire. We ended up getting to CVS and shit. Ended up trying to change it. I didn't have the little hook to get my pump up. Had to end up calling like Allstate. <laughs> oh, for, uh, man, that's such a drag. For like an hour and a half. Oh, uh, I hate it. I hate Just it. Just in the parking lot. CVS closed. It was like 10 o'clock, and, uh, 10 o'clock at night. Really? It closed? Damn. I, I, no, no, no. It was 12 o'clock at night. Okay. Little 12, Damn. 1 o'clock in the morning type shit. Mm, okay, okay. So it was it was pretty late. It, it was, was pretty late, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the morning. The staff had already left by the time we got there and shit. They turned off all the lights. So we were the only car in the parking lot. Yeah. And yeah, and the road assassins said they wouldn't be there till, till like about an hour. Oh, man. So I'm like, bro. Damn, that's bro, a drag. Bro, 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 bro. <laughs> that's special. But nothing happened. Did anything crazy happen? Nothing. No, nothing happened. Oh, that's good. Fuck. I was just Whew. shook because I was in front of Fuck the Fuck yeah. Shit. I would be shook too. I'm I'm out of nowhere and I'm, I have a fucking tire popped. I'd be fucking terrified. Yeah. And that was it. And then. I ended up calling when the the guy came, his little Puerto Rican dude. Yeah, he came through. He's like, "Oh, what do you, uh, what where are you from?" I'm like, "Oh, New York." He's like, "Oh, where? Like, what you doing out here?" I'm like, oh, "I went to see this concert. This Griselda's like, oh, that Griselda joint." I got mad calls last night, just like <laughs> some nigga ru- walking around, just like slashing tires. And wow. Shit. I was like, "Phrase like, yeah, I changed about like forty cars." That's crazy. Damn. Like, every single car had like two or three tires popped on each single one. Oh of my cars, god. And I was up less. I was up. <laughs> Nah, damn, you got out, you got out lucky, yeah. So, wait, do you think your tire had anything to do with no. that, or it was just a pop? It was good, not because the people that were, uh, cause when we walked out, walked out like as soon as the show ended and shit, cause they were doing uh, meet and greet and shit. So the people that were that were parked on the side of the building, I mean on the side of the street, their shit was like you could just tell like their shit was all fucked up. Yeah, like there like there's no air in their shit. Wow, cause my shit was good. We were. Uh, we uh, drove down a couple miles and my shit was good. Then I hit that pothole and then I started driving then my shit started sounding. I'm like, fuck. Dude. That was it. Dude, that's my worst for getting up fucking pop tire. Because it's happened before. I hate I hate it so much because now I got tires that don't aren't like stable. So anytime I hit a fucking pothole, I always like get my fingers crossed. Like every time I'm driving now, I get mad paranoid of police pulling me over, anything like that. Because I know it's it's such a drag, man. It is Work. such a drag. It ruins your whole day. You have to get like certain people. like And plus like, you know, like uh, I got something wrong with my brakes, so if I pull up like the the emergency brake to try and t- um to try to change the wheel, it's not gonna work because like my brake isn't uh f- it's it's it needs to be fixed. Right. So I need if if I was by myself and I got a pop tire, I would I would be I wouldn't be able to change my tire because the more the moment I try to like you know get the get the screws loose, mm-hmm. it keeps the wheel keeps on moving even with the emergency brake emergency brake all the way up, all the way down. 
This so, shit's fucked, dude. My shit's fucked. My shit's fucked. That's why I I, I can't I can't stand, uh, dude. I I don't want a fucking pop tire right now. That's like my biggest fear right now. Uh, dude, actually, my whole car's falling apart. <laughs> We've yeah, talked about it before. About my whole shit. car is falling apart, man. I I can't I can't with that shit. But dude, I'm glad that you had a really great time in that concert, man. That's that sounds dope. The way the, like, the videos you posted up, man. I was like, damn, this shit looks mad tight. Yeah, it was mad close to him and shit. Yeah. I'm tight though because I brought my scale and I didn't bring my sharpie. I wanted Damn. Benny to sign that shit. Damn, yo, that would have been tight. Wait, were they uh, asking for autographs at like at the end? Were they like uh, say, "Oh, we'll do a meet and greet"? Like you know? What oh I mean? no, nah, you had to buy the passes and shit. But like, oh. we were, I was dead ass right there, and he was like dabbing people up. That's tight. There was a dude. There was actually one of the openers. Um, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Flea Lord. Flea Lord. Yeah, Damn, that's a tight. He name. has a very fucking raspy voice. His raps are ins- he raps really nice. Mm, and dope. after his set, he was like, "Yo, I'm just yo, who wants Hennessy?" And he just poured out like Hennessy to people. Mm. I'm dope. tight because I had my yeah. cup out and shit, and like his shit ended. Like his shit. Yeah, his finished. shit ended right before he was like, "Yo, go. my bad, bro." And shit. But then when he was dipping, he was dapping up everybody. He was dope. dope. Yeah, everybody there was like really like interacted with the crowd. There was nobody that was like stuck up or just thought they was better than anybody. Mm-hmm. Dope, dope. That's like that's the best vibe. Shit. Yeah. So we ended up spending the weekend over there in Harford. Yeah. Just hanging out. Yeah. Like trying just to see the city. Yeah, just, just trying uh, yeah. to see some good places to eat and shit. Dope. Locals nice. over there are really uh. Really friendly. Yeah. Did Wait. you did you see any anyone there? Like I'm not not not. N- let me rephrase that. Did you find any restaurant there that was good? Uh, it was a little seafood place. They did like a little uh, seafood broil. Mm. That is. Mm, seafood broil. Yeah. No, I don't know what so, that. It sounds like seafood. Well, the yeah is I said it is it's, well, so, <laughs> it's in a I can only assume. <laughs> so it's in a plastic bag. You can. It has to have at least one pound of a type of protein. And it has to be a seafood protein. So you can do either one full pound of shrimp and one full pound of clams. Or you can do half a pound, half a pound. And what that is, and they have, like, I chose a half a pound of crawfish, which is, by the way, I don't like it. I, first time I've tried it, never good. Mm. And then a half pound of mussels. Mm. And they put that in a bag, and they put, it like, Cajun seasoning with, like, lemon and shit at the bottom of it. And they have, cho- uh, like, a little corn on the cob, like, yeah. chopped in, like, four pieces. There's... Uh, potatoes that were like steamed and boiled in like uh, hard boiled eggs and they put that in there and it's just so good like they shake it up and shit and you're supposed to eat it with gloves because it's fucking messy it's like a lot of juice coming out from like the little sauce pause but yeah that pause, sounds yeah. good it's fire that sounds good it was fire they had a little Hell cajun yeah. fries too yeah. so when did Crazy. you come back i just got back now oh for real yeah. you're still you're still like did you get home no, I didn't get home. Wow! So you just came straight here from the from where you were to the yeah. To, I mean, to I dropped court? my my, uh, my my girl off and shit. But damn! So you haven't even gotten home yet. Nah. Damn! I would feel mad. I'm, damn! Mad I'm, I'm like tired. Bro, I was driving Hell yeah. too, bro. It was like a three hour drive. Yeah, that's a, that that'll take out a lot out of you. You don't even realize how how much a three hour drive is until you actually drive it. You're yeah. Oh. Like, On the way back, a- actually, from uh, Hartford, outside of Fairfield County. We were, uh, I forgot what part of Connecticut it is, but it's more on the west side, like dead ass borderline to New York. And it was a beautiful place. Like, it was like, my girl wanted to stop at this park, and I didn't know what was so special about it until we got out. And it was like this futuristic park. Oh, like, word. I don't know how to explain it. It was just like, it was like just what? like. what? It looked like the future? Yeah, like, I don't know if you can see it, but it's just like, this mm. whole architecture was built like by the. Yeah. By like these Asian it looks like an Apple Apple headquarters, bro. It's like mad futuristic and that's shit. That's dope. Like it's just a bunch of other shit. It looks like an episode of Black Mirror. Yeah, that's, what, that's exactly what yeah. my girl was saying. Like, yo, this feels like we're in the Black Mirror <laughs> yeah. shit. Dope. 
And before that, we actually ended up going to, uh, you know, Mark, who Mark Twain is. Yeah, yeah, the, we, the author. Yeah, we went to his crib. That's insane. Wow. And a lot of shit was preserved. I mean, we weren't allowed to take pictures, but my girl was wild. She was like, let me see your phone. Wow. Damn, I have a book right here from him, uh, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. Yeah. Dude, and, that's insane. Yeah, and just that's like- where he, That's where that mad dude, that <laughs> crazy motherfucker, wrote all his great, great stories. Yeah. Wow. Oh, there weren't really that many good pictures and shit. He fuck with cats though. He had that painting. <laughs> oh, he he had like a bunch of cat cat. Uh, he said he, uh, yeah, the tour guide uh, said he had about nineteen cats. Wow. The most he had he ever had at one sitting was eleven in one house, and that was that house he was lived, he lived in Connecticut. Wow, is is there? I heard this one weird thing that like um, when Mark Twain left this earth, it was kind of like very uh, very suspicious. Like it was very. Um, there wasn't something that was added. Like he just all of a sudden was gone. Like th- supposedly this like this is from me like butchering what my memory right now. But supposedly I heard that Mark Twain before he passed away he kind of like there was a lot of mystery around his death. Like a lot of different weird things that like, were going on with his death. But did you ever hear about that? No. Uh, honestly, I really didn't know who mm. he was. Oh really? Yeah, my girl wanted to go to the tour. We were in we were in Connecticut anyways. So. Mm. Like, fuck it, let's just go. Yeah. Like, $20 ticket. Yeah. The guy gave us a whole tour and shit, showed us the architecture. The architecture back then was very beautiful. Everything mm. there was, like, really well taken care of. Everything was done by hand. <laughs> and it was just, like, the inscriptions of the walls for, like, the wallpaper, the statues, the little uh, chandeliers. Everything was, like, designed. Mm. Like, he hired somebody to do all that shit. Like, all that shit's, like, original artwork and shit. Yeah. And um, it was cool because they preserved, like, like, let's say this wall right here. Yeah. If it were to be preserved, it'd be like a little square over there sectioned off. That would be the, what's it called? The original. Then it would get up like a paper, like it would be like some type of paper over it, and then they would recreate the actual thing on it. So it would be like, uh, to, on the top you, you would see the original, and then on t- on then on the rest you could see like, you know, a more modern version of it and mm, shit. Okay. And it was really cool. That's super cool. Damn. And apparently one of his daughters died in that house. And wow. I didn't know that until like 40 minutes in the tour. He's like, oh yeah, yeah. by the way, one of his daughters, I think it was Jean or something, mm. ended up dying inside the house. So there's like mad like rumors that somebody's like haunting the house. Oh really? We're in right now. I'm That's like, I would have cool. like known to know, I would have loved to know that before we went inside. Yeah. That's kind of cool, though. Um, do you think that there's a different vibe when people die in their um, in in supposed houses? Like, do you feel like when you go inside, like you you can feel like, oh, someone's died here? Because personally, yeah. I haven't. I I can't like if I go to someone's house, I I don't even if they someone died there, I would not have no idea, no idea. I mean, I would when I would walk in. There was a house when I lived on 15 Patricia Road, right on um, right in Medford. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I've told you the story. When I was uh, I was with my with my cousin Jason, mm. and the landlord was showing our families the the house and shit. They were outside the backyard and shit. So me and Jason ended up running upstairs. And I was with two of my cousins, uh, Daisy and Jasmine. Yeah, and we were running up the stairs and shit. And then like we were playing tag. So I was running up first, and then when I get to the top of the floor, I see like this black figure run behind the toilet. Oh really? And then into the bathtub, and then dip. And I was like, oh shit! So then I like I run downstairs to like, get Jason and shit. I'm like, yo, check this out. And then I'm like, and he's like, what do you see? I'm like, nothing. I'm like, what do you mean nothing? He's like, I don't see nothing in the bathtub or anything. So then we look around the top floor. There was dead ass nothing there, but I could have sworn I seen something in there. And I really don't remember any of my, like, that part of my childhood until after I moved out of there. Really? Yeah, I really don't remember anything. Wow. I asked my mom or my brother. He's like, yeah, we really don't remember much of what happened over there. Shut and my up, mom for was real? like, yeah, my mom was of age. 
So she's like, she's an adult. It's not like I'm a kid. Yeah. I mean, I would understand if I was a kid and forgot it because you know, yeah, it was mad course, long ago. But kid. she's like, yeah, I really don't remember much over there besides just like uh, when we moved in and like certain like like holidays. We only lived there for like two, three years. Mm. I'm like, yeah, that's weird. No, that's 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 kind of creepy, man. I don't know. Um, like the whole thing with ghosts, man. Um, I don't know if I believe it just because personally, I never had a paranormal experience like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm kind of like that uh that that cocky dude that wants that wants an experience. I like I want to be thrown across the room. I want to believe. I really do want to believe that there's ghosts out there. But so far, you know, like it's like um a lot of times when I hear ghost stories, when I hear people talk about it, I'm like, yeah, it could be that, but it also could be you know maybe you were young, maybe you were this, yeah, or maybe yeah, you were yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, my mind would already go to uh, being skeptical. Yeah, because you were yeah cause when someone says oh when I was a kid, you know you yeah, were a kid. Yeah, you were a kid. Of course, was yeah. wild. You know, I understand that part and shit. I don't know. I want it though. You know what I mean. I want to experience it like a paranormal, like a par- something paranormal where I could believe. Like, holy shit! There's some things in this world that can't be explained. There's certain things that out there that we still don't know what they could be. Uh, truthfully, I don't believe in ghosts, but I do believe in spirits that have been unrested, that haven't rested, mm. that's just still roam around like this earth trying to find peace, and it just won't ever find Ooh, peace. That sounds it. terrifying, man. Yeah, Ooh, just that sounds like a fate spirit. Fate worse than death fuck i don't know i had to shit man that's why i count, I count my blessings <laughs> i count my blessings yes, sir. and just be happy with with what i've got man fuck that i don't know man i don't i never want to be a spirit that's just just chilling actually you know man if i was i'd probably fuck around a lot i i i, I if, if i would I was being serious, by some time, I, would, yeah. I would haunt you I would, i'd probably haunt you a bit i would i would poke you sometimes poke. i'm like oh shit yo is that my asthma yeah. <laughs> is that your asthma and then i i laugh and you hear me laugh like is that your asthma i'm like that's fucking yo, oscar that's hey oscar be like bless yo oh man nah but I think about that man if I was a ghost man I would fuck around with people I would I would, I would move shit around I, no but I would do like low key shit you know oh, what I mean oh facts just facts. low key like say you left your phone like on the bed and then some reason it's over there on the table and you know for a fact you left it on the bed I would yeah. do that shit I would do that shit where you're like am I going crazy or not or is it a ghost like I, I would just keep you in that thin I line. would do some shit that I wouldn't do the little thing like, I just like let you know like I'd let it be known like I'd just like put shit upside down Oh shit! Oh shit! Yo, that would be terrifying. Like you walk that would be into terrifying. your te- your your fucking dresser's upside down. Oh my god! And everything's that'd be like so mad terrifying. neatly organized and shit. Yeah. Like I would like I would, when I do my pranks or whenever I make time for it. Like if I want to execute it perfectly, I would dead ass take everything off the off the count of the dresser, take all the clothes out, make sure where they are, and then fold them back nice and neatly back inside of the drawer oh, upside shit. down oh nah man just let you know it's that like shit. it's happening yeah, yeah. i'm here i'm here motherfucker i'm here yeah i, no, I don't know man i i damn and if, then no if, one will believe you because yeah. like, no one would believe me no one would believe me your parents will come you know what are you talking about yeah. oscar like you definitely like how like oscar there's no way a ghost did yeah that. like no oh, man. and i'd feel like i'm going crazy like if you did that shit to me say like you died and you were haunting me like if you were doing that shit to me i would I, w- I would almost bash my head because <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, is this me? I'd shit out of is Andrew, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Andrew would be so scared. Andrew would be so terrified. Because Andrew, out of all three of us, Andrew's the most terrified about that shit. Like, he is. A ghost, yeah, like, yeah he he, def- he believes like wholeheartedly that there are ghosts out there. I mean, I do, too. Uh, but that's the thing. Like, I think he believes in them, like, 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 the, he believes in them like uh, in terms of I think there's different like levels of belief mm-hmm. I think Andrew has the highest level of belief with that there are ghosts in it, out there like oh that's a given there are right. ghosts out there mm-hmm. so I feel like even if something is like naturally that happens like maybe something fell off like say, maybe like you see that statue over there like say yeah. it falls down right maybe it was just a wind but Andrew if Andrew was sitting here he'd be like ghost bro 
bro, it's a ghost, bro. I can't, I, no, I can't, bro. I no. fuck with. You know no. what? I I'd hide, I'd hide his, uh, I'd hide his Nintendo Switch or like his Apple. Charger. Oh my god, that would that would freak him out. That would He's freak like, him. I know him. I left the charger. Yeah, I know I left it here, and I like put it somewhere like on top of his car. Or something. Yo, on top of his car, that would be terrified. Oh man, he would he would shit himself. He's like, nah, no way, nah, no, no way. way, no way. Fuck that. I don't know, man. You know another thing too, man. Um, I think another thing that turned me off to ghosts was finding out that ghost hunters was wasn't real. That's when I found when I found out that ghost hunters wasn't real. I'm like. No man, what? Like I was such a fan. I'm like, cause that was back when I was like, yeah, ghosts, man, yeah, like I like the idea of ghosts. Fuck mm-hmm. yeah! And then I went out to ghost hunters. I'm like, see, God, they heard a sound. Like, like there's cameras right there. There's proof. And then when I really thought of it, I'm like, like, cause like my science teacher. This happened in tenth grade. My science teacher is like, there's certain things that are fact that are based on evidence. And then she showed us like these uh, equations and how they're based on facts, simple facts. Like you know, the Earth is round, and so when you see a ship go by uh-huh. very far, you see it go down because the Earth is round. And she's like, then you got people that you know like to exaggerate some shit and then he showed us then she showed us a video of ghost hunters and you were like oh shit yo and then we all they all started laughing but my my whole entire being just fell apart I was like no this shit is fake and I'm, then I really thought about it I'm like of course it's fake it's a sh- TV show and that's that's when it that, that shit really broke you? my heart that shit broke my heart you know other ways I would hit, I would haunt you no, how? I do shit like to really piss you off like I like like I'd make you like uh, I I put your key somewhere. Like, oh no, that would get me so angry because I that's one of my biggest like pet peeves that I do. I always lose my keys. Like I put your keys like inside that lamp. I would hate you. Oh, or just like take God. all your socks and just like put them like in the toilet. Nah, bro, like, that's stupid oh, shit like that. Oh my god, dude, I would hate you. Like, I wouldn't just like uh, try to make shit fall on you and like scare you like that. Yeah, I just yeah. like really just try to piss you off. Oh my god, you you would do a good job. I would be fucking pissed. Like that little shit, like the keys especially. That shit would get on my nerves. I, I would want to place fight. to be, like, dude. Yeah, I got some place to be, bro. I, and, like you check that uh, cowboy hat. It's inside the cowboy. It's like I, it's like I make copies too, and all of them are gone too. Yeah. I'm like, where the fuck? No, no, this can't be fucking happening. Yeah, and I would blame everyone. I would blame everyone here. But where the fuck you put my keys? And then I would get into like Oscar. Talking about, I've, where's my fucking keys? He's like, I don't know. I saw them on the table. Right where's there. my fucking keys, Bruce? I would be so and then fucking. In the middle of arguing, I just pick up Bruce. Oh no, nah. dude, I would shit my pants, and he's dude. Just like Oscar, what's going on, dude? I would go to I would go to church again. I would I would, I would pray to the Father, to the Son, and the Holy Spirit, man. Oh, I can't, I can't. That would be too terrifying. That would be way too terrifying. That, that, that's why when I hear about you know exorcists and shit, I'm like damn like like could that be true could that be an exorcism like someone getting possessed by some sort of devil and you know because i hear certain people have told me stories about you know people getting exorcist and uh you know priests you know putting in exorcisms and trying to get the devil out and i'm like that's kind of crazy that like what caught like uh what causes you to get possessed like that like if say it is true because to me i don't believe that either like i don't believe it but i also like to think about it and be like okay what is it was it the house you went inside and had this strong demon that just didn't didn't let go of shit and then possesses you or some other third thing i don't know Mm -hmm. i don't know but i always get uh exorcism is another thing that i kind of broke my heart when i'm like maybe it isn't maybe it isn't real either maybe that shit's bullshit too but you know what man i don't know i don't know like um I always like to say I don't know with all this stuff. Like I don't know because I haven't experienced it personally, and I want to keep my mind open to it. I want to. I do believe that there's certain things out there that we have no idea about, right? And 
I I just really do I do believe that. That's why I'm always like in the middle. I'm always in the middle with stuff. I don't always believe I don't full on believe certain things, but I'm willing to I'm open to to seeing it being true. Right. So that's another thing with aliens too. Aliens, same thing. I'm like uh aliens, I wanna believe that there are aliens out there. But I also think that they could be just us with our most advanced technology that we haven't even shown to the public yet. To me, that that could be a much more probable reason than oh shit, there's alien, there's like actually aliens out there. Nah, I believe aliens live out. There. You believe it? What 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 uh what gives you what gives you that idea? Because why are the why are humans the only thing that could exist? Mm. I hear I hear about that too, and um I also bring up this idea too. Like, what if we're the, like I believe there's other living and like beings out there. Like I'm I'm a hundred percent sure. I don't think we're the only living like like uh, living uh, humans out there in this world. I think there's other creatures out there that are going through the same exact process out there in the universe. The universe is so big; it's so massive. There there has to be other other life form instead. Well, of course, of, that's why we call them aliens, extraterrestrials. Yeah. It's yeah. Not really just. When you say alien or extraterrestrial, I really don't mean like, like ET. ET. You know yeah. what I mean, like with the glowing finger. Yeah, I don't mean it's just like some alien <laughs> with like a oval head, big yeah. eyes and shit. You know, an alien is just like extraterrestrial and like someone that's not from here. Mm. Uh, that's okay, that that's what you mean. Yeah. Because I believe that what I what I'm I'm skeptical about is you know that there's spaceships out here observing us and with advanced technology because I also like think about this idea too where it's like what if like you know even if there's other creatures out there what if we're ahead of everyone else right. we could be ahead of everyone else in terms of you know human advancement human intelligence compared to, and that could be possible too mm-hmm. or there could be there could be something out there that's observing us and just waiting to see if we destroy ourselves or we evolve I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. But um, I like to be open about it, too. Warm. Have you ever seen an, a UFO? Yes. You have? Okay. Yeah. Tell me about it. All right. So this is me being shook. This is when I lived on 381. Uh, <laughs> For real there? That is 381. This was middle school. Yeah. Middle school years. Yeah, middle school years. Uh, me and my brother used to have a bunk bed. And I would sleep on the bottom bunk, my brother would sleep on the top bunk. But the way it was set up was the top bunk would be horizontal and the bottom bed would be, um, what's the other shit? Uh, vertical? Vertical, yeah. I know so, what bed. I know exactly what yeah. bed you're saying. I, I, I so, remember the bed. Yeah, so I would, pause, I would sleep at the bu- oh, like yeah, at the feet. I, I, I don't know, I never like sleeping on like the the way you're supposed to. I sleeping with like my my head like on like where the feet supposed to go and yeah. my, my feet where the head's supposed to go. And we had this window. There's a corner in the window. There, one right there, and then one right there. So, it, like adjacent to each other. Yeah. So I would just have my. I'd have the window open, on the left side, and on the left side there'd be a big Head Start empty parking lot. Oh yeah, yeah. And I there would be nobody in that building. Yeah. That has nobody in that building, and. You know, from time to time, there'd be, like, security or maintenance that would just go in, that would be on the premise. But that'd be, like, during the daytime and shit. But then at nighttime, it'd be, like, empty. And that parking lot was one parking lot. Then there was three more parking lots in front of it, which had a bit, which had uh, uh, some firms, mm-hmm. pause. And it would do empty all the time. And, you know, I really didn't think much of it. And I opened up my, my window, and I was sleeping. I don't know if I was just tired yeah. or what it was, but I remember getting up like mass sweaty and shit just looking up and at like at the window i would see just I, I would see some shit just like like floating and then just fucking dip 
And then I got fucking shook. And then I couldn't go to sleep. And then the next day I went to school. And yeah. yeah I wouldn't be able to That's go probably to the only either. time I've seen that shit. I mean, I wasn't shook. Like, I was scared something was going to happen. Like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. I was just, like, ecstatic. I'm like, holy shit. I just saw UFO. I'm fucking mm. hype right now. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I don't fuck. I remember seeing one thing. I don't even know if it's a real UFO. But um, this is something my dad saw, too. And you know what's funny? Uh, David David, uh, David A. saw, too. Right. He, um, no, okay, but no, I'll get to him. Uh, so me and my my dad was picking me up somewhere. I forgot where. But mm-hmm. um, we were driving back home. And I remember ups, like, I looked up in the sky and there was these four circular, you know spotlights? You know, uh, I know exactly what you're yep, talking about. Yep, I told you about it. Yeah. But you know like the spotlights? Uh, yeah. like, a, like how you see a spotlight, there's like a circle of light. Mm-hmm. And so up in the sky, I saw four of those circle of lights. Yeah. They were just all going around each other. And they, I, I thought it was, you know, maybe a circus or something like that. But I'm like, circus and Patrick. Like, like just saying that, I was even as a kid, I was like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. And then I would just see them keep going and keep going. And I'm, I'm like, Dad, do you see that? And he, he's like, yeah, yeah, I see that. And then he just kind of like, like sort of just like, ah, whatever. I'm like, okay. Like, he didn't take it seriously, so I'm not going to take it seriously. Right. But I kept looking, and it just kept getting farther and farther away. Then the next day, I'm like, um, I'm. It, this happened in middle school. I was like, uh, I was sitting in lunch, and then David A. came up to me. He's like, yo, I saw a fucking UFO. <laughs> I'm like, wait, for real? And he's like, yeah, wait. I'm like, did you see four lights? Four, like, circular lights? He's like, yeah, bro. Me and Frola were, 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 were chasing after it on our bikes. Uh, shout out to Frola. That was, that was a nickname that David would call one of his friends. Yeah. But, um, he said that he was on bikes, cha- like chasing after that thing, because they they couldn't understand what it was, and it just kept on like circle circ- circulating with each other and going farther and farther away. Right. But I don't know. I don't know what it could have been. I really don't know. It could have been just some sort of spotlights, but it was they a were little spotlights. bit spotlights. They were. It was. I know exactly what you were talking about. Yeah. I, f- I saw the you exact saw same okay. shit, and then I was like, "Yo, what the fuck yeah. is that?" I was yeah. like, "Oh, there's, they're having a fair." Like, oh, shut up. That was the lights from the fair? Yeah. And I'm like, for real? He's like, yeah. I'm like, damn. Oh, damn. I've seen people put damn. that shit on their uh, Snapchat story. Yeah. And then and there was one guy I followed. He was like, yeah, they're not like alien. Like PSA to every, to every fucking idiot. Yeah. It's not aliens. It's just oh, aliens. man. That shit got debunked. See, that's why I can't believe. That's why I can't believe in this shit, man. Because anytime I have an experience, it's like, oh, there's a logical reason. There, there, There is no aliens. Well, in that experience, no. No man, damn, damn. You know what? I, I've told that story in a couple other podcasts. <laughs> no one <laughs> the shit on the wall podcast. Shit on the, you remember that episode? Yeah, oh my god, that was on like I remember that episode. That was like the the concussed vulture. And we were the talking about that. Unheard Oscar and Jalen podcast coming soon. Mm, yeah, my yeah, way, yeah. Oscar, I don't congrats. even think. I, what's that? Oh, congrats. what? Congrats for what? Find your fucking headphones. What headphones? The ones that you the the Bosies. Jose's, what are the fuck the ones? You oh want? yeah, I got yeah 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 yeah. So what were they? Wait, uh, what's it called? I got them because I left them at my cousin's house uh, last week. Oh, and I was kind of tight. I'm like, damn, these are my favorite headphones. So then I picked them up this week because I was watching the fight with uh, Tyson Fury and Deontay oh. Wilder. Dude, um, okay, uh, I'm so glad I found a transition for this because this is something I really wanted to talk about. Um, so for those that don't know, um, I'm the biggest Tyson Fury fan. I love his whole story. I love everything that he represents. I the Tyson love- Fury fights like a bouncer. 
Dude, Tyson Fury. <laughs> Yo, he does, and he, he does, does look like a bouncer. He, he does like look a like a bouncer, bro. Yo, dude, and you know, it was the craziest thing about that whole entire thing was just hearing about his story. Because I remember when he beat Klitschko, mm-hmm. when he was nothing. Like Klitschko was a ten-year undefeated heavyweight champion, and Tyson Fury. He even talks about this story. He uh, was able to meet Klitschko when he was on that crazy run, and he basically was a young kid, no nobody. And he looked at Klitschko. He's like, "I'm gonna beat you one day." Right. Fast forward in time, Tyson Fury has the opportunity to fight Vladimir Klitschko, and beats him. Beats him definitively without getting any injury injuries. Nothing. Beats him. After that, he gets depressed like crazy because mm-hmm. his whole point wasn't be- to become champion. His whole purpose in life was to beat Vladimir Klitschko. Right. And then after that, it's like. What's now my what? purpose? Yeah. Now what? Like, what happens when you dedicate your whole life to one specific thing and you fucking do it? And that's what happened. He got he got he started doing a lot of drugs. He never did a single drug in his life before that point. Did all the drugs. Started drinking like crazy. Gained four hundred pounds. He didn't even want to fight anymore. And so they stripped him of the, of all the belts that he got. Stripped him, and then you know what happened? These two these two heavyweights started rising up. One of them, Anthony Joshua. And the other one, Deontay Wilder. Mm. And so Deontay Wilder is the scariest heavyweight champion that we've... like In terms of knockout power, he is the scariest. Just look at his highlight reel. He is the motherfucker. He just knocks people out with one shot. No one's has his sort of one-punch knockout power. Not even Tyson. It took Tyson three or four shots to knock someone out. This dude just won. Just won. This dude is the scariest motherfucker. And then there was photos of Tyson Fury. You know, like, you finally see this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. He has four, he's like weighing 400 pounds. Like, he is fat as fuck, and he looks out of shape. And Deontay Wilder looks at him after becoming champion. He's like, yo, Tyson Fury don't gonna fight. He's never gonna fight again. Yo, you guys gotta give up on that shit. Like, if he comes back, I'm gonna knock his bitch ass out. Mm. And so Tyson Fury, like, in his whole depressed state, he was gonna kill himself. He was gonna right. kill himself. He was so close to killing himself. Sees this video. And he's like, hmm, okay, okay. Even after that, he still falls back into depression. He still drinks, he still drinks. And he was in his one of his cars speeding up in the highway. He was ready to kill himself. Right. Stops himself. And he's like, okay, you know what? Let's not do this. Let's not do this. Um, what do I got to do? And so he starts running. He starts running. He can't even make it. He can't even make it past 10 minutes. Just jogging, because he's so out of shape. Mm-hmm. He even throw. He says, "Like I threw up too." Like <laughs> he was so out of shape. And then you know, looking, he looks back at the Deontay Wilder video. He's like, "You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna fight him. I'm gonna fight him. I'm gonna figure it out." He calls up his wife. He's like, "You know what? I think I'm done drinking. I think I'm done doing all this bullshit." And his wife already heard this like thirty thousand times at this point because right. yeah, Tyson Fury just kept on saying he was gonna do this, he was gonna get back out, he was gonna get out of this like hectic state he was in, mm-hmm. but he would always fall back in. But right. this time, his he's like, no, I'm gonna do it this time, and he started jogging, he started doing his routine, and he kept on doing, it, he kept on doing it. Fast forward, he comes back into boxing, gets two fights, uh, warm up fights, just to just to yeah. help him get his feet wet. He looks all right but doesn't look like the original Tyson Fury. Mm-hmm. But Tyson Fury is like, I want to fight Deontay Wilder. And he, like the, even his coaches were like, let's, let's, not, let's not be hasty. He's like, no. He's like, I don't care. 
I want to fight Deontay. You have something with guys for act with accents. I want to fight Deontay while he's what a gypsy. Is he? He's gypsy. G- gypsy. He's a gypsy king. Uh, oh. So the gypsies are like like the traveling Irish. In a way. Sure, but yeah, I'm pretty sure. Isn't that a derogatory to say someone's a gypsy? Uh no, no. Uh he he says it proudly. Oh okay. But uh, I, mean, I don't know. Uh, but maybe maybe I'm wrong. But uh, Tyson Fury was like, I, I want to fight Deontay Wilder, and so they have their first fight, and guess what? Tyson Fury, um, Deontay Wilder, knocks him down at the last round, the twelfth round, and mm-hmm. it was like, oh man, it's over, because Deontay Wilder's knocked every other person out like that. It's like, oh, it's over, it's done, he's done. Tyson Fury gets up like he's fucking Undertaker, gets up, and looks like he isn't even phased from that. And then he continues the round and continues to dominate Deontay Wilder because that whole fight in the first first fight, he was dominating. There was only two knockdowns that that uh, Deontay Wilder did in that right, first right, fight, right, right, right. and he that that was it. That was all that that was all the offense that Deontay Wilder really did on Tyson. And to me, it, they put it as a draw. To me, he got robbed. For most boxing fans, they they will agree with me when they when we say that. Tyson Fury got robbed in that fight. Mm-hmm. He should have won that fight because he dominated most all the rounds. Okay. Except for those two knockdowns. And so Tyson Fury was even said, he's like, like after that fight, he's like, uh, he's like, you know, like everyone knows that I got robbed. This was the greatest comeback of boxing history and I got robbed. It's all good. It's another day. It's another day. And he's like, I will come back. And he, and he even says, he's like, for those, and he's like, I, only, I didn't do this just for me. I did this for the mental health. I did this for, for people that are going through depression and going through these, these sorts of things inside your head. And you can come back. I came back. And I showed the world that I could go toe-to-toe with Deontay Wilder, the scariest heavyweight, and come back. Right, right. And guess what? They fight again. And that's what happened this, this Saturday, yesterday. And it was one of the greatest fights I've ever seen in my life. I will go go down in uh, one of the greatest because Tyson Fury. There were so many different things. Tyson Fury switched switched coaches specifically, not not all his coaches, but his head coach specifically to train him in how to knock someone out definitively. He want he's like he's like look, I'm not gonna leave it to the judges because the judges robbed me last time. I'm I'm gonna knock this dude out, and everyone gave him shit for it. He's like, "Come on, Tyson! Like you're a you're a better boxer. That is a given. You're a better boxer. Period. But you're not gonna knock out the knockout artist of the heavyweight division." Right. And Tyson's like, "Okay, okay, all right, cool." So they go. The fight starts, and literally Tyson Fury comes in like a king. Literally, these entrances—it's so over the top. Like oh, both right, their right, entrances right, right, was right. so over the top. Tyson Fury comes in like a king. This song about like uh, it was like uh, when I'm lonely. Like it was such a calming song for Tyson Fury. And when he comes out, you could even hear him say, "My time. It's my time. Mm-hmm. It's my time. This is my time." Right. And then Deontay Wilder comes in with a looking like a black Power Ranger. And then the fight starts, and Tyson Fury does. You know what? You know what's crazy? Everyone thought Tyson Fury's strategy was to go twelve rounds, do the same thing he did the last last fight, go the twelve rounds. You know, outboxing, do put in a boxing masterclass. Tyson Fury just shows because you know Deontay Wilder is such an incredible striker, knockout artist. Mm-hmm. Tyson Fury showed no respect to his power, nothing. Right. Went straight at him. Straight at him from the fucking get-go. Mm. Kept on kept on attacking him and didn't even give Deontay Wilder enough chance to set up his knockout his knockout punch. Didn't even give him enough chance. And then the third round happened. The third round, 
Tyson Fury knocks down Deontay Wilder. The fucking crowd is going crazy. I'm going crazy. I'm like, that's fucking Tyson Fury, motherfuckers. I'm, I'm like getting out of my seat. I'm like, let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. And Tyson Fury even was looking like, calm as a fucker. Calm as a motherfucker. That was, that, that was the craziest part about the whole entire fight, how calm Tyson Fury was. Because when Deontay Wilder came in, he looked serious as hell. He, even when he was coming into the arena, mm-hmm. he looked serious as hell. He's like, I'm coming here to fucking knock someone out. Tyson Fury just mad relaxed chill just funny just just making jokes you know just being over the top and shit yeah but when they were in that ring Tyson Fury was just a calm and calculated fighter right and just kept on attacking him just kept on giving him punches kept on just putting all this pressure and Deontay Wilder you really saw the flaws in his game because Deontay Wilder has only that one trick the knockout power right if you don't get that then he doesn't have a plan B. That was no that's technique. his plan A. No plan B. No technique. No technique. That's the thing. He started really late as a boxer. He started when he was nineteen. He just has a God given power that we haven't seen in any other heavyweight. Mm-hmm. And Tyson Fury exposed how much how lacking he was in boxing, and so he just kept on going. And then by the seventh round, Tyson Fury does the thing that everyone says that he couldn't do, and he knocks, knocks him, him out. out. Knocks him out. I remember. I remember getting out of my fucking seat. I remember I was looking at my cousin. I'm like, that's fucking Tyson Fury. That is the fucking legend. That literally, that literally, that is greatness right there. That's fucking greatness. That's the thing that every single fighter that goes into that sport goes after. That one, that one moment of greatness that everyone's watching. Everyone's seeing you as the champion that you are. But so few, so few ever get to that point. Mm-hmm. So few. And Tyson Fury did it. And he treated like it was any other day. A master. Master at his craft. Just, just it's like another day. And after that, when, the, when they're doing their interviews, Fury was like, uh, Fury started singing. <laughs> like, Tyson Fury had like a whole like American pie. Like, bam, bam. And he's a, he sounded good. Like, right. He wasn't a bad singer either. And just seeing that whole entire scenario, I'm like, that's a hero. That's like... That's like a Ali of of the seventies. That's that's like a it's like a like a Mike Tyson of the nineties. You know, like not not the nineties, but the eighties. Just mm-hmm. that's that's a dude that people like come to see. That a star was born. Like a, like a star was he was already a star, but the legend, the legend that he put out, is there. And I remember just watching just today, just like him him running as he was fat. Like he was fat as fuck, just running. And he's like recording himself videos. He's like, Deontay, be careful. I'm coming for you. And he's fat as fuck. Right. And he does it. He does it. He showed, he proved the world that he could knock out the scariest heavyweight. It, it was, it was beautiful, man. It was beautiful. It was like one of those, like, it was one of those moments that changes lives forever. It's it like, and. And that was the thing too, where um, his whole pur- and I'm, then I, then I realized, oh man, his purpose, his purpose isn't isn't to get all the belts. His purpose is to inspire everyone else to go after their dreams, no matter what the cost is. Right. And that that was just beautiful, beautiful. Like I couldn't believe it. Like he he's like a hero. <laughs> like I I oh, it was insane, insane, absolutely insane. And I have nothing but props for Deontay because he he put out he was like a warrior. His coaches his coaches threw in the towel. They're like they were protecting their fighters. Like Deontay was not like he was refusing to like let go and be like okay I'm out. Right. 
the the coaches were like, "Nah, man, you, you're getting that. You could you literally could get seriously killed. Like legitimately, this isn't this isn't good. I'm not gonna watch you do this to yourself." That's and, good though. That you that, yeah. there's people like that behind you. Yeah, and uh, even Deontay Wilder said at the end, he's like, "Man, I want. I wish they let me get knocked out." But you know, it's like I get the, that's like the fighter. Like that's a fighter. You need coaches that like know that you're too like you're too tough for your own good. Yeah, and. It was a beautiful, beautiful fight, man. Masterful performance by Tyson Fury, the gypsy king. The gypsy fucking king. And he's a showman. Showman. Like, trash talks, like, does all the extra shit. And it, it was such a, it was such an incredible moment to experience just live and just see it happen. Because, you know, I even I had my doubts. Even I was like, maybe Tyson Fury doesn't win. But he showed it everywhere. In every fucking way, he showed, he proved there's no excuse that any person can make that Tyson Fury didn't win definitively right. he there's no way he could be oh well you know the the coaches no nothing this dude got destroyed and Fury is the champion now and now there's only one person left because I said two people right one of them is Anthony Joshua one's Deontay Wilder he took out Deontay Wilder now there's Anthony Joshua left Anthony Joshua has all the other belts Tyson Fury needs to fight Anthony and they're both from Great Britain they're both British fighters Anthony Joshua is the one person left for Tyson Fury to beat so that he can unite all the belts in that heavyweight division. How many belts are there? Uh, five or six. Mm. They got like mad belts in there. Mad how, many, belts. how much does um, my uh, Tyson Fury have? Tyson Fury has the one, the WBC belt. Okay. Yeah, but he had all of them when, when, he, was, when he beat Klitschko in the first time because yeah. Klitschko had all the belts already. So when he beat him, he got all the belts. But then when he like got his depression and stuff, like all the belts kind of got split up again. And Deontay Wilder got one of them, and Anthony Joshua's got the rest of them. Right. So now the now that all that's left is Anthony Joshua, and I can't wait. I can't wait for that fight. That fight is going to be insane. That fight's going to happen probably in the Wembley Stadium in in England, and I can't wait. It's going to be a masterclass because I don't think Anthony Joshua has a chance. Because that's another thing, too, where uh, people don't look at Anthony Joshua as a true champion because he was ducking Deontay Wilder for the longest time. Mm. He didn't want to fight him. He didn't want to fight him. And people want to say it's because of the promoter, it's whatever. Anthony Joshua did not want to fight Deontay Wilder. And you know what happened? Tyson Fury stepped up and said, I'm going to fight him because you're too scared to fight him. And now Anthony Joshua's time is up. He's, it's coming. Because now he's got to fight. Now he's got to fight. Now, because because I believe Anthony Joshua wants greatness, mm-hmm. but no one's looking him at looking at him as number one. Tyson Fury is now number one because he's willing to put his his fucking his fucking record on the line against the scariest motherfucker, and he beat him. Now, now now it's just Anthony Joshua. That's it. So you don't think he, he'll uh, farewell? I don't think he fares well at all because Anthony Joshua already lost. He lost all. He lost his belts to Andy Ruiz, the fat Mexican. And he got knocked out, but then he regained them again. But that showed a lot of flaws in Anthony Joshua's game. So now now the fight to make is Anthony Joshua versus Tyson Fury. In the right. contract, uh, t- there's a rematch clause, like where Deontay Wilder has right now a month to accept a rematch between a, a, a third fight with Tyson Fury. He has that right right now because he was a champion. He defended it. But um, if I were him, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take it. I honestly wouldn't. First off, your health wise, you got pretty pretty fucked up. Your ear, like, there's something happened with his ear. I saw that, dude. It was it was nasty, man. It was you're not in good state, man. And I think you need so. And 
one another thing too, I don't think he deserves it. I don't think Deontay Wilder deserves a rematch against Tyson Fury because one, I think he won the first fight, Tyson Fury, and two, he got definitively destroyed. There was no round that he won, nothing, nothing. Maybe one good hit, but Tyson Fury dominated the whole entire fight, and right. I don't think that he deserves a rematch. Mm-hmm. I don't. And I think that what he needs to do is fight another heavyweight contender, get himself footing, and then I could see, I could buy into another rematch between the two of them. But right now, I don't think he deserves it. And I don't think maybe he even wants to fight him right now. After what happened? He can get, like you said, he can get killed. He can get killed. And you know what's crazy too? He's like, uh, Tyson Fury's like, I want to taste, I want to taste his blood. I want to taste, he said that before the fight too. He's like, I want to taste his blood. And then, he started licking Deontay Wilder's blood, like like I, like in like the like the fifth or sixth round. I'm like, no way. Can he get HIV by that? Or I don't know. I don't know. But fuck, I, I don't know. And and that was crazy though, because everything he said he was gonna do, he fucking did it. And the only thing he he had, the only gripe he had, was that he said he wanted to knock, he was gonna knock him out at the second round. It turned out to be the seventh. But he's like, oh, I wish I knocked him out at the second. But that he's like, that's what shows you how tough Deontay Wilder was how tough that dude was because he I was trying to knock him out in the second round and it didn't happen tough motherfucker tough so but that's my whole boxing rant because oh god that was such a masterful thing and a new star is born and I'm I'm just I'm so excited for everything that Tyson Fury has in store for him shout out to Tyson Fury what's that you what Oh man, so wet. The pause. pause. Yeah, so wet for the dude. This is my guy, man. This is my guy. There's certain people, you know, like the McGregor, Fury, Ali, man. These dudes, man. These dudes, man. These dudes. I, I just have such a prestige love for these guys because I know how scary it is. I those know. Are your MCMs. Those are my man crush. Yes, fuck yeah, they're That's my man fire, MCMs. My MCM is like niggas, like trash niggas, like Joe Budden. <laughs> yeah, Joe Budden. Joe Budden's your MCM. Yeah, bro, fucking help me go through mad shit. Oh, uh, okay, okay, I could see that. Yeah, he yeah. definitely had that like that depressing rap shit. Yeah, bro. I think that's why so I never much. really got into his music because I was, was never depressed. that. I was never that depressed. Bro, that shit helped me out so much. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, that's dope though. That's dope though. You know what I mean? But now he's not doing not doing music. He's fucking podcast. Yeah, he's podding. Dope though. Pod, it's, it is dope. No, his podcast is fucking dope, man. It's it's a great fucking podcast. Best I, podcast ever. I don't, Best I, Joe I, I, I podcaster too. Joke. Best Joe podcaster. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Oh, nah, nah. Nope, nope. I'm not giving you that because I can. think I think Rogan's got a better podcast. No, he doesn't. He I just... love Rogan, man. Fuck, man. Rogan gives you a lot of great different, like, um, a lot of lot of different personalities, man. That's what I like about Rogan. He has guests. He has a lot of great I guests, man. I don't fuck with man. that, though. Mm. You don't, you, okay, what? You want consistent people? No, I just don't want, I want, like, to know who, like, not, not that I don't know who Joe Rogan is, like, you know, but... I just don't. I feel like he has to rely on guests to keep his show going. That is a great. Whereas the Joe Budden podcast with Rory and Mall and Parks. Rory and Mall and Parks, and it, Parks. it's Parks. They, <laughs> they really just uh, can consistently give great episodes without having any guests. Well, they do like guests, but they're not like that's not their main superstars. Yeah. yeah, like they have fucking. Oh, uh, I th- forgot what battle rap uh, they had. I think Charlie Clips or something like that. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Not into yeah. Ba- uh, battle rap like that but yeah they have a like, certain guests on there like that they had Royce yeah yeah they had Royce yeah I never watched that episode yet I still gotta watch it that episode was dope uh, that's the thing um, what I like about Joe Rogan's podcast and it the really monkey. is really is the thing that it like that's what really started all this the monkey 
like the the monkey <laughs> the Joe Rogan like legitimately like like the whole inspiration behind the low end podcast or the fly or, or any of the podcasts that I've been that I've been starting is because I got a lot of inspiration out of Joe Rogan. I liked I liked how he is very objective. I respect his ob- objectivity. I respect that he honors truth more than anything else than biases or anything like that. Yeah, that, it's honorable. I truly respect that. I truly respect, and I try my best to do that. But you know, it's it's kind of hard sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's super hard sometimes, and that's that's what I really like about Joe Rogan's podcast. Like just the objectivity. I love, but Joe Budden's Joe Budden's is definitely for the giggles. I, I listen to Joe Budden oh, for the giggles. So when they get serious, funny. I'm like, I'm like, I'm trying to skip this shit. I'm like, yeah, bro, yeah, come on, man. Their I, jokes are fucking no, insanely funny. That's the thing. If you know the jokes, then it's the it's funniest funny. podcast. But if you yeah. don't know the jokes, it's not it's not gonna land. You're yeah, not gonna get it. I was playing one of the episodes with my girl, and then they said, "Yo, STD, come here." They all started fucking <laughs> cracking. I started dying, and my girl was like. Yeah. S- strange sexually transmitted disease I'm like nah you don't get it <laughs> you, don't get, you it, don't get yeah. it you don't get it STD what yeah. up yeah <laughs> yeah yo when we were there for the live show for the Joe Budden podcast yeah. that the funniest thing ever I swear to god of the whole entire show was seeing Savon fucking just stress the fuck out trying to get people on stage yeah. and just looking mad rushed he's like and like the way Joe, Rory and Molly they were treating him like they were treating him like a boss like like, like Savon you gotta get the fucking people Jesus Christ Savon like, how much are we paying this is your only job you, <laughs> this you, is your only job Savon him besides the timestamp this is all you got <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brain. You can't bring yeah. people on stage. What the fuck is the matter with you? Yeah. Right? You just see him walk on stage like mad stress, like <laughs> fast paced. Someone yells out, STD. <laughs> Yo, that was the funniest thing, too, because out of nowhere, it's mad quiet. And then out of nowhere, someone just says, STD. But he says it with so much heart. Yeah. I start dying. Oh my God. That was the funniest shit ever. Funniest shit ever. I Lord. loved it. Loved that whole live show, man. That was a great experience. We got we to gotta make that like a yearly thing where we just yeah. go next year. Anytime. Well, Hell this yeah. Year, this year. year this year. Go. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm still kind of mad that you didn't take me to the Griselda concert. I'm, I'm kind of chilly. I was like, yo, you you invited me, Loki. I did, bro. And then I was like, what the fuck? And then you went. All right, all right so can I be, if you can went, I be honest yes, with you? Yes, yes. Right, for, uh, so, so I bought it not knowing it was on the uh, it was on my girl's birthday. Oh, shit. So that was me? I was the one you were going to go with? Yeah, so I'm like, all right, what? fuck it. I'm going to buy that shit. And then my girl, no well, honestly, her birthday was on the 19th, but the concert was on the 21st. Yeah. You know, girls, they make it, it's my birth week. I'm like, ah. Oh, it's your birth week. Yeah, I'm like, bro, how old are you? <laughs> she was like, now, nah, whatever. Yeah. I was like, all right, fine, let's go. So that oh, I ended man. up, you know, because like, it's not like, you know, because if you went, you would have had to stay with us like the yeah. whole fucking weekend. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't want to. Dude, that's like, wouldn't I wouldn't want to be a third wheel. No. You wouldn't want to. Yeah. Just, so, yeah. And I also didn't want to not spend time with her. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Like, whatever. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're going to they're gonna add another date. If Dope. they have another Connecticut date, yeah. we're out. Let's do it. Or if Let's they have a it. New York date, we're out. We're because out. they added a second date to Boston uh, yeah. two days ago. Oh, wow. The day of the, yeah, on Friday, they added the, when we were performing after they finished, oh, they're like, oh, we're adding a second show in Boston. This is oh. after they did the Boston show. Shut so, the fuck up, man. And yeah, it was dope. sold out and shit. So so was Connecticut. So I'm I'm hoping you know they would do it, do it again. Dope. No, we got we definitely got to go there. That's we're out. Fact. We're fucking out for that shit. That shit's gonna be. Oh man, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be fucked up. I'm gonna be fucked up for that shit. I'm gonna drink as much beer and I just be like, whoa, Griselda. <laughs> Everything was mad. Yeah. Uh, the alcohol that was cheap. Oh, oh my God! Even better, even better, even better, dude. That's my shit, right That's there. That's how you know it's like is we're not no place bougie. They don't even be trying to overprice the alcohol. Ah, love like it, love it. Like, that's that's them. You know what I mean? That's all like that's that's what exactly what you would think. 
you would go in at, like as an experience like if you go in for a Griselda experience like cheap beers like everything looks ghetto that's the whole like that's the vibe man yeah as soon that's as the Westside came out he's like holy shit I didn't know we were performing in the ghetto what's good <laughs> and men started get shouting out their blocks and yeah. shit dope 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 That that's that's insane insane Ugh. and I didn't know how bad Connecticut was until I was talking to one of the, to the locals yeah and shit and they're like oh yeah. is it bad He's like, yeah, honestly, it's been bad. If you either, either have, uh, if you if you're not getting a job that pays twenty dollars or more, you're either selling drugs or robbing people. Wow, it's like, shit. yeah, Whew, we drive around the neighborhood. Everything's like looks run down, <sighs> boarded up windows, broken damn. glasses, Oof. litter on the floor. It just looks bad. <sighs> damn, that's that's rough, man. Yeah. Oh, another thing too. This off topic, but I listened to the Upside Down with uh, Royce and and Benny. Oh, insane, insane, insane. Oh my god, insanely good. That's like my new gym shit. Like, I hear that shit, and I'm like, yo, that's the that's the song I work out at the gym to. Love it, love it, dude. A lot of Royce's shit has been that he's been putting out has been crazy. I heard Royce has a new album coming out. Like, Royce, no, it came out. Royce dropped an album called The Allegory, yep, and yeah, it came out this Friday, actually. Yeah, Yeah, this, this Friday. Well, it came out Thursday night, 12 o'clock, so technically it's Friday. So yeah. It came out Friday. I downloaded it. I listened it to my uh, to the way uh, to Connecticut, and it was really good. Every th- on every joint on there was self-produced by Royce. DJ Premier had a couple of scratches on there. Yeah. Features on there were on point. Uh-huh. It's just everything seems so well put together and organized. It's like Royce. This is like Royce's like masterpiece. Royce isn't, yeah. Royce isn't on another plane. This is because you got to think too. Like he's been in this game for twenty years now. Yeah, twenty years to just being a great MC. Now he's producing shit. I think. I think since, I think twenty one years, <sighs> about ninety eight. Insane, insane. That's the year we were born. Yeah, he's been rapping since then. He's been fucking with Eminem since ninety nine. Insane, insane. That w- yeah. th- that whole story that he talked about, where um, he met M, then like his 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 uh his daughter was born and his his uh his grandma died. All the died same night. On the, all the same night. Yeah. Insane, insane. It's like it's like stories like that. You're like, wow. Like you you can't believe this is like yeah, this happened it, to someone. I don't know if I might might be butchering the story, but I'm pretty sure his grandma died on the fifth floor while his daughter was being born on the ninth floor. Insane. So voice the five. Yeah, That's he, just so crazy. The five nine. And then the same night he met Eminem, and they met up. It was just insane. Insane. This dude is meant for greatness, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that whole fuck that whole like album. uh, Layers, layers, layers. Yeah, yeah. It was (sighs) like just storytelling is top notch. Tells them how like this, like the how the bus station was right in front of the studio. He ended up going to the rap club. All this stuff. Yeah, insane, insane. So to see Royce progress uh, more than so what just he is a now? rapper, yeah. In terms of like a, like an overall artist, because yeah. he produces now, not yeah. just raps. He just produces, know how to make beats and everything yeah. to his own style and liking. It's just great. It's insane. That the fucking the 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 ceiling. Who knows how high his ceiling is now? Like who knows what what Royce's future projects are going to look like now? Yeah. Like Jesus Christ, I don't even think we've seen him at his best yet. Honestly, I don't think so. And Royce also be kicking knowledge like some shit yeah. that I yes. wouldn't even know. Yes. It's just like mad random, like random facts, like skits. It was just one skit on the album. I don't know if I'm gonna ruin it for you, but fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Well, it's not really, it's not really uh, that like that crazy, but it's just like a little uh, little piece. Uh, you know the ice cream song? Yeah. That song was about owning slaves. 
Shut up, for real? Yeah, the the the, 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 I don't know how the actual melody goes, but the ice cream song that every yeah. neighborhood gets when the ice cream truck comes. Oh, shit. That was actually a melody, and that was actually like, you know, they don't have the words for it, but that was actually back then. Damn, that just, that just gave me goosebumps a little bit. And that, that was kind of eerie. And there was a girl, like, talking on top of, like, the beat, and she was like, you let ice cream man, ice cream man, it was like a little poem. You let uh you let bl- black neighborhoods let you win, but you play this song, some shit like that. I'm like, wow. Damn. Like, I didn't know that. Honestly, I would have never known that if yeah. like, I would have never just never looked it up. Damn. Just like cool shit like that. That's dope. That's dope. Wow. Wow. I can't wait. Yeah. And that's the thing too with uh like uh being a rapper. It's not like being an athlete. Like you have no limit. There's no like oh like because athletes there's like a certain prime and then your body just so sort of just uh, starts breaking down and you can't get to that point. You can't be at that peak anymore. With rappers, it's is very different. <laughs> you can you just can keep getting better and better. Like with Hove, you you just keep getting better and better. That's a fact with Hove. Yeah. Honestly, I want Hove to still learn how to produce. That'd be tight though. I, I'd be super curious about that. Yeah, see, what kind of honestly, I'm not really a big fan of Hove beat selections. Mm. To oh, be you honest are? with you, not honestly, no, because I liked most of his beat selection in 444. I well, not 44, 444. I'm talking about, I want to say Kingdom Come. I really I haven't listened to Kingdom two Come or like three that. records under that. I didn't like the beats. So that's what actually not. That's not fair. So I'm not Kingdom Come. I want to say Blueprint Three. The first, like probably the first half of it. Um, Holy Grail, Magna Carta, Magna Carta, Holy Grail, Magna Carta, Holy Grail. Yeah, yep. That I'm just not really a big fan of like his beat selections. Right mm. uh, I I also think that M has a pretty trash beat selection. I think M has a Eminem. Yeah, has yeah. a trash beat selection. Yeah, for sure. As of late, uh, dude, music to be murdered. Dude, you already know my opinion. Well, he makes. Album. Well, he made most of the beats. Oh, well, I don't. I don't think uh, they're not good, man. <laughs> they're not good. I'm sorry. Actually, uh, M no. Needs Dre. Dr. Dre had some beats on there too. My some, fault. but still, like M needs Dre to be there like a hundred percent of the way. Like he can't. I, I get. I get that M wants to be an artist and he wants to do his thing, but I feel like he works best when he has someone guiding him, not taking like not, him taking the front wheel of his shit. Like I don't. I don't like it. I. I, don't, I didn't really like it. To me, I liked. I liked Kamikaze. I liked what he did with that. Word. That Music, shit was insane. That was insanely good. Insanely good. Yeah, that was I'm what like, I wanted. With I'm that. like Eminem on trap beats. What? Yeah. Fuck it sounded it. good. It sounded good. And who, he, he started had, uh, rapping in his flows. Dude, he did the he did uh the Gucci, the Gucci flow? get the or and the Gucci get Gucci get what's that what was that what's that dude's name the dude that says Gucci get Gucci uh, get little pump little pump yeah he does his his flow he does he, he killed every single yeah, one killed flows. everything all right a uh, little backtrack on there yeah so the the right the song was written by Theodore R Johnson and it was popularized through the Century of Blackface Ministry yeah. Uh, picking with the version written by Harry C. Brown in 1916 and released on Columbia Records, which is a prominent record label well, yeah. until now, yeah. under the title uh, "Nigger Love a Watermelon." Ha ha ha! And that was actually like that wow. was put out to the public and shit, and that was used. Um, and the melody was from a 19th century song called "Turkey in the Straw," which dates back to even the it, which dates back to an original tradition uh, traditional British song, "The Old Rose Tree." And then it was brought to the American colonies by Scott Irish immigrants, and yeah, and then it ended up becoming a racist tune. Yeah, wow, that's which insane. turned into an ice cream truck song. Damn, that's and the, I don't know the shit like that. I mean, I didn't think about it, but then when you know that shit happens now. Yeah, like now that I know that yeah. shit, now that now that I no, know the history head. about it, yeah. I'm like, damn, this shit's racist. It's like a way of like the like. It's like low key like racism. Them, yeah trying to let us know that it's going to always be prevalent 
<sighs> like I always think of shit like that. That's insane. Insane. Yeah, I, I had no idea that the ice cream yeah, song was I racist. Man. I'm probably gonna call it. Oh, fuck. I, I was I was in between on what I'm gonna call this episode. Maybe like the ice cream song or Tyson Fury. But um, yeah, like dude, we're we're over an hour. Uh, you want to cut it? Uh, I want to keep going actually. But fuck it, let's go. But okay, let's keep going. What do you, what do you want to talk about? Um, what were you saying? You were saying uh how you fucking hate Eminem and his rapping. Oh uh, yeah. Career. So uh, I don't. I love. I love M. I think he's a great rapper. You just said he was the worst rapper you've ever heard. Fucking never, dude. About? Come on. Are you kidding I'm me? I'm the diehard Eminem fan. I'm like a. I'm like such a huge fan. You like revival I, though. I, t- I, t- I take my back my statement I hate I, I, hate, listen, I, I listen back to it I listen back I to it I hated you I when you back said to I it. like revival way more than I fucking love music to be a motorbike like it just sounds so much better I'm like I, was like, I never serious? said that you fucking love yo. I don't know why Oscar hated that I said I didn't song. like music to be murdered by because it reminded me of revival I hate you no for sure I did say initially when I listened to revival that I liked it but then but then I really thought about it. I'm like I haven't even listened to revival until the t- the first time I listened to the album, so then I re-listened to it again, and I'm like, Nah, I don't like the album. <laughs> like, I'm like, What was what was I on when I fucking first listened to it? Like, I really don't like the album. I I don't like revival at all. I, I, not that nah nah, dude. There's a lot of tracks in there. I'm like, ugh, ugh. like, I, there's no replay value value to me for any of those albums. I didn't like it. I don't like it. So this is the song. It was like during the blackface era. Yeah. Where they used to fucking do great, great, crazy fucking racist. Yeah. Shit fucking oh, Disney. Man. It's insane. It's insane what we as a country were. Not even that far away ago. You hear the mic? You hear it? Yeah, I hear it. It's, yeah, it's coming out perfectly. Hello, Kenan. Find a kind of water, man. Holy shit, man. Yeah, Yeah, so, and this was actually a Warner Brothers production. It was released on um, Looney Tunes. And it was Yosemite Sam with uh, Bugs Bunny. Oh, man. you yeah. You forget, man. You forget the times. You forget how recent all this shit has been. Yeah, it's not like this shit was like. Ten, like 120 yeah. 200 years ago this bro this like, shit was like less than 100 years yeah, ago yeah this is like 30 a lot of the comments are from here is like who is who else came here from Royce the 5-9 new album the album <laughs> that's funny oh man that's insane insane holy shit insane and I get why I get why Um, I get the I get why the, there's a whole like uh, black and white Um, you know like tension between the two races cause you know this shit shit like this wasn't that far off it's very recent. It's very recent. All this stuff That's that happened. Slavery was still very recent, and I get, I get, I still get why the tension's still there. It's, it's, it's tough, and yeah. it's gonna take a while for us to really get through this. It's probably gonna take time, really, time, and just understanding and education to really get over, to really just uh, better our future, mm-hmm. and not go through judging people by race and just judging them through character. I've been guilty of that. Not gonna lie, Me too. towards white been, people, like. 
same same I, I always tell my girl like I hate when me and my girl go out because we don't like because she likes to go out to like eat at like expensive places and shit and most of the time it's like filled with Caucasians and shit so when we get there like the people don't, don't look at us like we're not supposed to be there like it's just mad like uncomfortable and I always think every time I see just a bunch of white people I always think it's just like the worst scenario they could do Cause like the whole like how Donald Trump made it like okay to be fucking racist like and be proud of it like before you were racist but you were like low key racist you wouldn't know but now you go on people's desks you see oh you see MAGA hats you see Donald Trump bumper stickers oh you, I didn't know you felt that way and it just like you align the way they they believe and the way they think to Donald Trump's own personal views and that's pr- probably why they support them. Mm. I think. Um with the whole uh, Donald Trump thing, he uh, definitely opened up. Um, I always say this: all, not all. Um, okay, fuck. I'm gonna fuck this up, but not all race. Not all race. Racist people. All racist people support Donald Trump. Mm. But uh, I wish I knew the saying because it's it's at the tip of my mind right now. But I can't I can't grab it right now. But um, you want to grab a tip? I want. <laughs> fuck <Pause>. you. <laughs> fuck you. But. Oh uh, man, I I don't know. I, I it's gonna take me forever to fucking figure it out. But what were you? But I really about? do think that Donald Trump uh, and his his whole like 2016 election really mm-hmm. just uh, brought out a lot of white people's true colors and and showing their inner racism and stuff like that. Right. Um, I I to me I'm I'm always neutral with him. Like I personally, just because I think that there's there's some good that he does, but I'm yeah. also, but I'm also not always full in support. I'm not in support with all these guys, any of them, At like all. liberals, conservatives, no, none of them, because like it's always like I got some liberal ideas that I believe in, and I got some conservative ideas that I do believe in. But there's yeah, no middle ground true. for that. There's no middle ground for them. You're um, either this side or that side. You could be libertarian. Yeah, but that's the thing. There, that's what I want. I want a third party to f- to go against these 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 parties. I want a third party to rise up. I want, but it's gonna take someone, like I don't know who, but it's gonna take has to take another star, like maybe maybe like a celebrity status star, like a, maybe The Rock. Imagine The Yo, Rock the came Rock, out as a third I'm party shit. representative. Arnold Schwarzenegger is already the fucking governor of California. Yeah, it could happen. California, it could happen. California. But could you imagine if The Rock came out as a third party representative? Right. And That'd he went. Fire. He would probably win, and that would open up a lot of opportunity for us to not be so tribal, not be so. Oh, if you're not agreeing with me, then fuck you. Like, like let's let's like let's compromise. Let's 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 meet in the middle. Let's see what we can both sacrifice to make s- certain changes happen. Honestly, I feel that in due time, the world will get to a point close to that. I think so too. The racist people and the people that have been here and have these conservative views and these so right-sided views are older people. Yeah, older. White, I think it's a lot of ignorant people. I th- no, I just think it's just older people because that's how they were raised. Yeah, the exactly. Times that they exactly. were on. I mean, it is ignorance. Yeah, because it, it is ignorance. So. Yeah, uh, them growing up with certain views and certain guidelines on how to live life, you can't do that because it's you know it's yeah. too gay or do yeah. something. Because yeah. like I'm not gonna lie, a lot of old people I know fucking hate gay guys. Yeah, no, me, t- dude, you t- you're talking to a dude that knows a bunch of people that hate gay guys. Bro. I'm like, bro, why do you feel that I way? Know. And it's just like, oh, it's just because like just I don't know, they do it related yeah. to something like back in the day. I'm like, yeah. once they're gone, yeah. And like we're old, yeah. we're still gonna have some people that are ignorant course, and fall on that line it, because it some people get sheltered in that type of like mindset and they're jailed yeah. from freedom, uh, yeah. freedom of thought. Yeah, Daryl Dixon said this one time. Daryl Dixon is like this uh, freedom freedom fighter. Um, well, not a freedom fighter, but some dude that really is like head over heels about this whole like you know race relationship between white and black people. Right. And he said ignorance 
ignorance breeds fear mm. and fear breeds hatred mm. you uh, you fear what you don't know and so when you don't know certain things, you start hating them because you don't know. Right. So when you start educating yourself and you start opening your mind to certain things, you don't fear it anymore because you know what it's about. Right. So um, that's why I think we need a meeting. to. <laughs> it's going to sound crazy because this dude, he literally met Daryl Dixon. I-, I hope I'm saying his name right. I really do hope. But he met with certain Ku Klux members. He's, he's literally converted 200 Ku Klux Klan members into reali- to convert them f- away from that. Like he literally, and not even through like you know was convincing that a, them. Was that the was that what the movie was about? Uh, Black Klansman. Nope. No, 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 no. That's some different. Some other thing, my bad. And uh, and he literally converted two hundred Klansmen. Like literally, these Klansmen like gave gave Daryl like because Daryl's a black man. He gave him the, his hoods, like their hoods, because Daryl wanted them. He's like, yeah, give it to me. I'll take them. And he's like, one day I'm gonna open up a museum. Where he's we can, alive today. He's alive today. I, I, dude, I highly recommend, yeah, dude, listening to him. I don't know. Has, I've honestly, to be honest with you, I've, I haven't heard of his name until you just mentioned. Yeah, now. dude, he is, he is incredible, and I think he is exactly what we need in, in terms of the culture, in terms of you know, uh, breaking the tension because he's he instead of taking what you know certain white people, white pe- white people that believe in these certain ideas, instead of taking it personally, he's like, look, I know he's, I know he isn't, I know he's being ignorant right now. Why am I taking this personally if he doesn't know? Mm-hmm. So he's like, I'm just going to be neutral. Right. And that's what he does. He just talks to them. He's like, hey, what's up, man? How are you doing? And, and then they talk about race. They talk about it. But he doesn't like, you know, go out of his way to show emotion. He just, he just talks to them like a friendly person. And eventually, like eventually with time, these, these, white, these white Ku Klux Klan members realize like, oh, man, like, I kind of really like this guy. And then you start realizing, holy shit, like, what have I been thinking this whole time? You know, and it's through conversation. It's through constant. He did this, and I'm talking about he did this through years of constant conversation with these certain people. I, he yeah. literally, he literally talked to the yeah. head of the president of the Ku Klux Klan, and they, they like, literally after they had this disagreement, because he he asked him, he's like, like, um, you believe that black people are inferior to white people? I've Why is seen that? this video. I've seen this. Yeah. Video. There's a video of it, right? Yep. Yeah, I've seen it. Now that you say it, yeah, I've seen this video. And the dude, the dude's like, oh well, you know, it's it's said in the Bible that um, white people are like black people are inferior to white people. And he's like, and then he takes out a Bible. He's like, no, show me. Like, I, I really want to know. Like, just show me. But he doesn't like say, show me, show me right now. Like, because then that breeds that breeds another argument, and you don't you don't get anywhere through arguments. Right. He's like, just show me. And he goes to this one passage where it says like a wolf, uh, wolf shouldn't dine with the sheep, hmm. and and it's like, but that doesn't make sense. Like that 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 doesn't that doesn't say specifically that black people and white people, like black Can't people are inferior. Yeah. yeah. And he, then after a while, even though they never even got to an agreement, they're like, all right, cool. And then Daryl's like, do you want to grab a beer? And Ku Klux Klan leader's like, okay. And they just keep on having this constant relationship and. This the president invited him to certain Ku Klux Klan rallies. This dude, mm-hmm. and this dude went to these rallies and was saw what they did. You know, like the burning of the cross and all this stuff. And then there was one day that this the the head called up Daryl and he's like, "I'm stepping down as the president." And Daryl's like, "Why?" And he's like, "Wait, why? What happened?" And he's like, "Um, I started getting death threats for my association with you." And then he's like, that's when I realized that then he's like, when I got these death threats, it planted a fear inside me that was so incredible. But then I also realized I did the same exact thing to other people. 
and I that's when the whole the whole shift happened. Mm. He started realizing, holy shit, like like these dudes are are sending me death threats the same way I sent death threats to other people for associating with black people. Right. And that's when he's like, holy shit, this isn't good. Like, none of this shit's like, good. So you finally click with him. Yeah. That's dope. Boom. Like that. You know what I mean? That's revolutionary. Revolutionary. That's what I'm talking about. Having conversations and not trying to be right. Just trying to understand. That's the key to fucking, just, just, just the world to, to be a better place. That's where I feel Kanye was coming from. Yeah, I think so too. But Kanye, ha- Kanye has a tough time trying to articulate his himself thoughts properly yep. into a spectrum where people f- yep. understand him and don't feel like he's, you know, belittling yeah, his own yeah, kind. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, yeah, like, dude, like, uh, and I, like, with with time, I understood. I'm like, oh, that's what he was trying to do. But it was like because he came kept out saying wrong. it, like, I want to open conversation, I want to open up dialogue. But you know how people are in the internet; yeah. they want to jump to just yeah. attacking somebody because yeah. people just uh-huh. have this reason to wanting to give their own opinion uh-huh. on yep. everything no yeah. matter what it is yeah. like oh i'm gonna have this opinion first before yeah. it gets popular mm-hmm. it's just like a whole thing on the internet it's a whole other conversation yeah. uh-huh. all other conversation but, but yeah, yeah it's like yeah i under now uh that's crazy. now understanding it you know you're yeah. just like holy shit like like there is a way there's a way to have change there's a way to change people by not show that by not being like not being so gung-ho on how, what you believe in just right. trying to understand where they're coming from try and understand and then the same dude will tr- will do the same thing it's it's like it's almost human nature to like when someone shows you understanding you you give it back right, you're like right. you try to understand that person and i think this dude man he is exactly what we need for our culture man i think that more people should know who this dude is i'm actually gonna search i'm gonna make sure that i said his name right but you put that the name uh, of the podcast Daryl Dixon? Daryl Dixon. Daryl Dixon. I think it's Daryl Dixon. Uh, hopefully it is Daryl Dixon. Daryl Davis. Daryl Davis. Okay. All right. So for those that are listening, I'm sorry. This is a podcast. We, we're, we're not very professional. But what did I just say? Search up Daryl Davis, man. Daryl Daryl Davis or Daryl Davis? Daryl Davis. D-A-R-R-Y-L Davis. That's Daryl. D-A-R-Y-L. That's Daryl. Daryl Davis, yeah. This guy right here? No, wait, he's a basketball player. What the fuck? No. Oh, wait. No. Sorry, guys. Yo. Holy shit. We're fucking up. We're fucking up. Hold it up. Oh, fuck. Hold on. Uh, Daryl Davis. I think it is Daryl Davis. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, guys. Stay, stay with me. Bear with me. Oh, yep. Yep. It, yep. Yep. It's Daryl Davis. It's Daryl Davis. It, it is Daryl Davis. All right, for those that don't know, uh, it's, if, for those that actually want to know more about this guy, actually check out this one episode of the Joe Rogan Experience with Daryl Davis, who sat down with Joe Rogan and actually talked about this in a very lengthy episode. It really is, to me, the future of where, how we can make our country better, the world better, and it just shows you just how how powerful understanding is, and I really, I really hope anyone that is listening would give it a shot. Yep. Oh, this guy right here. Yep, yep. Yep, that that's, guy. That, that's the that's the that's the that's the pre, that's the that's that was one of the presidents. That, I th- yeah. I think that was probably one of them. But uh, Daryl has like a bunch of. Uh, he even said he wants to he wants to start a museum, of like with all these Ku, Ku Klux Klan hoodies and all this stuff. And um, someone asked him like, "Wait, why do you want to do that?" And he's and he said, "Well, I think it's important to show history, both the good and the bad. If we only show the good." Then we can't we can't always learn everything. We can't from preserve the, the bad. We gotta preserve the bad. The history, no matter what it's it is. It's history. Honestly, no matter what yeah. it is, it's history. Shit like that's always inter- interested me. Um, like bad shit about history, no matter what it is. Like yeah. you know the whole uh, Holocaust. 
Yeah. The Rwanda yeah. genocide. Insane. Insane. All that shit is fucked up, but it's just so yeah. interesting. It's important, though. It is, yeah, it, it is important because it's like a very vital part of American history. Yeah. I mean, well, that like that's like world history, but a part of American history is slavery. Yeah. And people just want to forget that and yeah. just like no, not we gotta brush talk over about it. it. Let's talk about it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's important because then we learn from these mistakes, man. Yeah, Broski. We yeah. are we are we are way over an hour now. We we we're like we're on a rom com length. Like hey. if you want to kill, like if you because I know you haven't been, <laughs> I know you haven't been home yet. So I like 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 just to get you home and just to get you rested, man. You want to kill it? Yeah, let's kill. Bro. Let's do it, man. Right, yeah, but bro. this is honestly, I'm not gonna lie. This is probably our best episode. It's a fact. Fuck, fuck Andrew. It. Fuck, yo, fuck Andrew. Andrew. You fucking motherfucker. Podcast. Fuck Andrew. <laughs> yo, but guys, thank you so much for listening to the Low End Podcast. I'm your co-host Oscar Rodas, and we are off. Peace.